Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 138. I'm your host, Alejandro Veda. Thank you for pushing play to another incredible week. We have so much to talk about this week. But before we get into it, I just want to tell you how proud I am of you guys and how we've been hitting some new heights on the podcast and slowly making our way towards a new uh, milestone. I owe all the success to you guys, and I hope to continue you know, the show. And uh, I just got to tell you guys, I love to record this podcast every week. And without you, you know, this podcast would only be an idea. Uh, you, the listeners, are the reasons why I record each week and the reason why we have not missed a week in over 138 weeks. I mean, we got to give ourselves a pat on our back for that. Um, that is another great feat that I'm really proud of uh, because I'm, I'm sure it's definitely easy to quit. You know, to be honest, I never thought it would be going this far. Uh, the motivation has been tremendous, and I just want to continue uh, giving you guys content as, you know, time goes on. Um, one thing you could uh, really depend on is definitely a podcast every Thursday. Um, it might not be on time on every Thursday, but definitely try to get, get it uh, up and uploaded as, as quickly as possible. Uh, but the, the motivation this week has been uh, really trying to 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 just keep uh, my my mind straight, can try to keep my my stress levels down. Um, I had my MRI on my left uh, ankle this past week, um, so hopefully we'll be getting some you know some good results from that. Um, never had an MRI before; uh, it was kind of scary going underneath. And uh, being, you know, still for about a good 30, 40 minutes um, definitely was a loud experience. Uh, and I hope to never have to uh, encounter that experience again. Uh, but this week we were able to uh, hit the river again and go fishing. You know, I was able to catch probably one of my best uh, personal best uh, catches this past week, uh, 10 inch largemouth bass. Um you know, it was a it was a cold morning, but definitely worth it. Um, we ended up leaving a little early because uh, we wanted to to go ahead and go to to the big Fresno Fair, which we did and had a great time. Um, I was really impressed with the newer exhibits this year. Um, you know, we we did go see the the, the all the regular exhibit, the art exhibits and stuff, but. Seeing how they, they implemented that local alley, uh, the food trucks, and then they also implemented like a pop culture um, exhibit, which I think could be a lot bigger. Um, they had a, like a whole esports section uh, where, you know, uh, different participants could, uh, to, could try to win cash prizes um, as they, you know, do different tournaments. I think when I was there, they were doing a Madden tournament. Um, but I think that was a great, um, addition to the fair. Uh, but of course, you know, you had to go get your cotton candy, had to get your pickle, had to get the beef sticks. Um, we may go back this weekend, um, hopefully on Sunday. Um, we, I, I like to go, you know, at least twice a year. Um, but we, you know, we left things kind of, kind of. You know, we, we usually eat a lot more, I would say. So we left a, a lot of a lot of things there uh, that we hopefully will try this next coming week. Um, 
but it was starting to get packed when we were there. So we definitely wanted to, you know, just, just make it an early day. Um, like I said, we still have tickets. So this weekend we may be uh, going back for another corn dog or I, I, I missed out on my chili cheese fries, which hopefully this time I will be getting them. Um, and this Sunday I know will be Fiesta Day. So that will be another uh, reason why to go out to go um, celebrate, you know, Latin Heritage Month. Um and Fiesta Day will feature a mariachi, uh, folklorico dancing, and also a comedian. Um, so we are still celebrating uh, Latin uh, Heritage Month. So make sure you guys uh, go go on Sunday or uh, check out the fair uh, during the rest of this week. So while we're still celebrating Latin Heritage Month, I would like to introduce you to a new artist that I've been listening to all week. I mean, I have not been able to stop listening to L. Dusty, who is a DJ slash producer um, and a, a new cumbia pioneer. He is from Corpus Christi, California, or Texas, California, Corpus Christi, Texas, where his music translates um, to near the border. Um, his music are definitely club bangers, where he uses the MPC to create, you know, this chopped up uh, kind of cumbia music. El Dusty uses different genres to create this new style of cumbia while using 808 drums, which create heavy hitting bass, and also uses uh, mixes from EDM and also hip-hop, which influences his beats to transcend through different uh, genres. He has worked with some of the best producers like DJ uh, Premier, Alchemist, and even Dr. Dre. Uh, but his, his work already has... has has made a lot of uh, a lot of new, uh, I would say, artists, um, especially here in Fresno. You know, Cumbiatron has been a a, a big, uh, you know, just just a a big ven venue where people uh, gather around, you know, go dancing and whatnot around our city, and it, it, it's great to see how he's touched already. A, a, just a generation of um, listeners, and not only uh, Spanish uh, music listeners, um, EDM listeners, hip hop listeners, even just the the mainstream listeners. I mean, El Dusty has really uh, transcended, and I, I feel like uh, he deserves to get the recognition this week, especially while we're supporting, you know, our Latin Heritage Month. Uh, I definitely know that you guys heard uh, Cumbia Anthem, which is probably his most popular um, song, but he also has a new release, uh, which it, which uh, was collaborated with a bunch of other um, artists, and, it, and it's called Americano Beat Tape Volume 1. And th this whole beat tape is definitely something to listen to. There's 20 different beats, but... Each one is is definitely unique, and I feel like uh, El Dusty's uh, style could really, really uh, gravitate to anybody that's uh, willing to listen. Um, and if and if you're into you know at least cumbia music or Spanish music, this uh, artist is definitely for you. And if you're looking for something new, make sure you check out uh, El Dusty and his newest um, release, Americano Beat Tape Volume One. But this week, we were able to watch uh, or start a new 
sitcom, and it was actually one of my favorite childhood sitcoms while I was growing up, um, Seinfeld. Can you believe that my wife had never really seen Seinfeld? Well, I don't blame her at the time. We were really young, and the humor that Seinfeld has is definitely really, really dry. Um, but definitely now that we are grown up, you know, and, and now growing up, um, we definitely understand Seinfeld's humor now. Uh, Seinfeld was first aired in the late 80s and definitely took off in the 90s. Um, it's, I think it has over nine, ep or nine, ep nine seasons with over 180 episodes. Uh, but this sitcom can now be found on Netflix. So I cannot wait to get started on this uh, on this sitcom. Uh, we've already watched th three episodes this week. Um, and, you know, they're 20-minute episodes, so they're easy to get through. Um, hopefully, my wife will take a liking, um, especially now that we are at that third episode. I think I got her to, to really understand the humor and really uh, see the true genius behind uh, this this great sitcom. I mean, Seinfeld uh, has been on my TV since I was probably, what was I, two when it came out? So two years old since, you know, I've been watching Seinfeld. So it's definitely a, a family favorite, and hopefully it's going to be uh, something that me and my wife uh, could watch. But now for our local segment, this week I wanted to talk about uh, the tortilla factory that burned down early uh, Sunday morning. The forty thousand, uh, the forty thousand square foot building, which held La Tapatia Tortilla, the Tortilla Factory, um, which was their chip operation, caught fire early Sunday morning around eight thirty a.m. Uh, nobody was harmed in the fire, as the CEO said no one was on shift at the time of the fire. Uh, the business is located on Belmont and Eighth Street and includes other buildings and a tortilla-making line, which was not affected uh, from this fire. Uh, the fire is still under investigation, so not much has been said about what happened or what transpired to make the fire um, engulf the building, uh, but you definitely could see the, the black smoke, especially from the freeway as we're... Uh, as we're uh, going towards uh, the fairgrounds. Um, the tortilla company will now face, you know, a new set of challenges, not only from uh, the COVID-19, but now uh, with this fire uh, to, to try to continue to sell their chips um, as their brand is definitely known throughout the global marketplace. Uh, but they are now back to work. Uh, but like I said, but face those challenges of what to do with the extra employees, you know, as uh, many have been with the company for many years. And I've, I've already heard that many have uh, taken vacant positions. So that's a good thing. I just hopefully, um, hopefully this business could come back, you know, from this loss. And I hope that the lo local community continues to embrace this business as it's one of Fresno's uh, women own businesses so make sure you continue to support La Tapatia Tortillas as uh, you know they try to uh, 
recover from this devastation. Now, you know, the podcast is a huge supporter of local music. And this week, I wanted to introduce you to another great local artist. She goes by the name Zena and is a great singer slash songwriter who comes from the local city, Clovis. She she relocated to Los Angeles to begin her career and is currently working on her uh, EP, uh, her music. And her look is very unique. She just uh, released her newest song, Black Opium, uh, I think last month, which can be uh, which can be streamed on all your favorite platforms. Um, you can find other uh, singles from her as well. Um, you could also check out her video uh, for Black Opium on her YouTube page, which definitely is is something to watch. And, I, and I'm anxious to hear a lot more from uh, Zena and hopefully uh, could review her first EP because uh, I would like to get to know her a little bit more as an artist. Um, she, Like I said, she has a, a few singles on Spotify uh, and her newest uh, single, Black Opium, which was released in September. Um, and definitely um, seeing how Fresno has or not Fresno, but the Central Valley has really blossomed some of these artists, seeing how far these artists have come, um, going all the way to L.A. just to, uh, you know, further their careers. Uh, Makes me really uh, want to continue to do this podcast because, um, you know, we need to get these people the recognition they deserve. Uh, It's a hard hard thing to, to, to go to another city, uh, to try to to try to start your career, um, I'm not too sure if she has family, but definitely that's an issue. You know, if your family lives in another city, it's it's definitely a hard thing to do. And I I give uh, her and all the others artists that do that um, the utmost respect. Um, but I I definitely want to just continue to su- uh, support our local scene, and especially with Zena with her uh, newest. Uh, release I wanted to uh, just focus on um, you know just other artists other than hip-hop artists um, especially when it comes to this uh, almost mainstream pop art art artists um, we don't really see that here in Fresno so I'm definitely uh, was anxious to review this artist this week so make sure you check out Zena on Spotify on all your uh streaming services and check out her video uh, black opium on on her youtube page but while we're in our local segment let's talk about our friday night lights segment and this week we see the central section make some new changes in the in high school football this week we see buchanan at number one with their win against central last week 24 to 17 uh sunnyside beat Beat down Hoover seventy-two to three. God dang! Uh, Edison defeated Madera South forty-two to zero. Clovis beat Clovis North forty-two to twenty-eight. Kerman defeated Yosemite forty to zero. Fresno Christian beat Sierra forty to zero. Washington defeated Chowchilla fourteen to zero. San Joaquin Memorial beat Buller twenty-four to seventeen. Reedley beat Fresno thirty-eight to zero. Kingsburg just scraped by Central Valley Christian 12 to 8. 
Hanford dominated Clovis West 57 to 29. Dinuba defeated Selma 16 to 14. Sanger beat Madera 35 to 7. And Roosevelt defeated McLean 28 to 14. And this week's matchups for our Friday Night Light segment uh, will start on Thursday with Reed Lee, who was 6 0 versus uh, Roosevelt. And then we'll see on Friday Clovis East versus Central. Clovis North versus Clovis West, and then we'll see Clo- Buchanan versus Clovis, uh, which is a six and one Buchanan versus a five and two Clovis. Then we'll see Sanger versus Bullard, Madera versus Edison, Emmanuel versus Kerman, Exeter versus Selma, Hoover versus Fresno, Dinuba versus Kingsburg, San Joaquin Memorial, who is six and zero, who will play Madera South. And then we got Hanford versus Redwood, and then Sunnyside versus McLean. Such a big week uh, for Fresno football. I mean, we got a couple of big games, uh, Buchanan versus Clovis, which could uh, definitely change uh, some of the standings. And then you also got um, the San Joaquin Memorial versus um, Madera South, which, you know, but to me, I feel like uh, Memorial is gonna is gonna definitely uh, take that game, um, and I also think that uh, Buchanan will take on uh, Clovis and and still be number one in, in the rankings. Um, high school football is just getting started right now as they're in the middle of their division play, so we're gonna see some of these standings change, and we're gonna see uh, which teams are gonna last until uh, the Valley playoffs. Now let's talk about our Fresno State football team as they enter out of their bye week. And last game, they were upset by Hawaii in a 24-27 loss. Both sides of the ball had a tough time really stopping and running the ball. Um, Our offense had a tough time getting started as we need Ronnie Rivers and co. to turn on the switch and get that ball moving. Without the run, I don't think our passing game is really effective. And we saw last week uh, our QB ended up throwing uh, multiple interceptions. Um, Not only did he throw interceptions, but he was throwing them um, at at a costly time when he should have been taking care of the ball and running the ball. Um, And I'm a firm believer in the run and hope to see some success this week as our dogs will be on the road. Uh, They will be facing off against Wyoming, uh, the Cowboys, which hopefully this game could be a motivator for the dogs to really get a hold of their season. Um, You know, they started off great, uh, had a hiccup last week against uh, the Rainbow Warriors, and hopefully this week we can get uh, back to where we we were uh, before – as you know, we take on uh, Wyoming. Um, so we need all the support for the dogs. Um, and also make sure you guys are uh, wearing your red to support, you know, the red wave. So go dogs this weekend. But it's that time of year again. Uh, we're back in, you know, basketball season. Um, this means Fresno State is back and the podcast will be supporting them throughout the season. This year, the season will start in November at the St. Mark Center versus Stanislaus State in an exhibition match. 
The Dogs will play, uh, no, the Dogs will have home floor for the first four games as they prepare for a tough schedule. Uh, the Dogs will play Pac-12's Cal uh, during Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, they'll be uh, facing off against Utah on December 21st and also Weber State on December 23rd. Uh, then the start of December will really uh, start the Dogs' conference play uh, schedule hosting um, the San Diego Aztecs on December 1st. League play will decide, you know, the se the seeding for the Mountain West Championship Tournament. And I'm definitely excited this season to see, you know, our returning junior forward, uh, Orlando Robinson, who has been a great leader for the Dogs, leading the team in double-doubles and also making it to the top 20 last season uh, for double-doubles. And also for our women's basketball team, you know, for the second straight year, our Lady Dogs look to be the front runners for the Mountain West Conference Championship. Our reigning player of the year, junior number one, Haley Cavender, will make a comeback for the Dogs with twin sister number zero, Hannah Cavender, both named preseason All-Mountain West uh, team. Uh, with both sisters making a return, we hope to have another two top scorers while both players were averaging well over 15 points a game. Uh, these twins do it all, but their best tra traits to me is their defense and how they lead uh, the, the team. Fresno State is coming off of a year in which they went 12-6 and in the Mountain West Conference and 17-11 and overall. Um, the Lady Dogs will have nine returning players two new transfers, and four fre new freshmen. Uh, we are hoping for another memorable season, which will start November 5th versus Fresno Pacific. Uh, the Dogs will take on Pac-12's Cal, and then they'll begin uh, conference play December 28th versus UNLV at the St. Mark Center. Um, I can't wait to see how well our both our women and men's uh, Bulldogs do this year. Um, I hopefully it's going to be a memorable season. Can't wait for the season tip off. Uh, so make sure you support your Bulldogs. Now let's talk about the NFL and the biggest story of the week has been about head coach John Gruden resigning from the Las Vegas Raiders after emails were found that had been racist and homophobic uh, over a span of seven years. The emails were found through a workplace misconduct investigation. Uh, John Gruden was not part of the NFL at the time of the emails. Uh, the emails were said to take place from 2011 all the way to 2018. The Raiders and the rest of the NFL has been shaken up about these allegations and from the look of it might destroy the Raiders season, which is now riding a two game losing streak. Uh, we will see uh, Rich Basachia take over as interim coach and he was an assistant coach with Tampa Bay, San Diego, Dallas, and also with the Raiders um, with 11 of his coaching years uh, under John Gruden. Uh, this year was a shock or this, this news was a shock to Derek Carr and company, including defensive end Carl Nassib, who is the first active gay NFL player which he had to request a personal day after hearing the disturbing news of these homophobic emails. Uh, the biggest issue, though, is about the uh, investigation of the Washington football team 
which the NFL Players Association director DeMaurice Smith wants the NFL to release those emails that may determine if race has been a factor for hiring among the organizations and among the rest of the league. Um, it was the work workplace misconduct investigation on the Washington football team, which led to John Gruden's emails. Uh, this this misconduct investigation um, had about 650,000 emails, which the league gathered as part of a, a multiple um, investigation. Uh, and also some of these emails were uh, then leaked. Uh, the NFL Players Association has been demanding for more diversity and inclusion, and now the NFL has to hear the voice and show face. I doubt the NFL released the emails of the investigation just to save its butt, but I hope owners and front office exec executives are ready for a whirlwind because this investigation might lead to more resignations. Um, I'm not too sure exactly... Uh, what was said by John Gruden. I'm not too sure um, if they were... I'm, I'm not going to say um, that bad, but definitely when you're talking about players, you're talking about personnel, you're talking about um, people that are existing still in inside of the game, um, it's hard to really uh, make a point for why he should still be a coach. Um, I think he did the right thing by resigning, but at the same time, I feel like um, those emails need to be looked at and, and, and studied to see exactly how, um, you know, some of these hiring tactics are taking place uh, among the organizations in this league. Um, it would be a, a, a terrible thing to know that there is racism um, living inside of this um huge, huge um, league that, you know, has been trying to make changes um, and, and, and has been making changes through, throughout its, you know, entirety. And I hope that the NFL uh, makes sure that they are um, showing face uh, just because of these allegations, not only because of these allegations, but also uh, what has shifted from uh, Colin Kaepernick and whatnot and, and all the other things that have been happening uh, through the NFL. Um, to me, this uh, story has really took sight of what the what the uh, players have been uh, putting out for the season, especially the Raiders who have been playing a, a great season so far. Uh, they they have a big week ahead of them, and hopefully, they might get some um, some some clear clarity. You know, uh, but. Week six matchups this week will start with Thursday, uh, Buccaneers versus Eagles. Then Sunday, the Dolphins versus uh, the Jaguars, Vikings versus Panthers, Chargers versus Raiders, Rams versus Giants, Texans versus Colts, Chiefs versus Washington, Packers versus Bears, Bengals versus Lions, Cardinals versus Browns, Cowboys versus Patriots, Raiders versus Broncos, Seahawks versus Steelers, and then on Monday night, Bills versus Titans. Um, we see that the, the Cardinals are still undefeated, so we'll definitely have to uh, check in next week to see um, how the standings for each division stack up. So make sure you guys tune in next week for more on the NFL.
But now let's talk about the MLB. And this week in the ALDS, the Boston Red Sox defeated the Tampa Bay Rays uh, three to one in their five game series. They will face off against the Houston Astros after they defeated the Chicago White Sox in their series in the same fashion. And in the NLCS, the Braves advanced to to the NLCS after defeating uh, Milwaukee Brewers three to one. They will face off against the winner of the San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, which they will be playing the last game of the NLDS, uh, which should be a great game to watch. Um, but including this postseason, the Giants and the Dodgers have each won 109 games. So tonight's game will definitely be for all the marbles. This is what definitely uh, I love about baseball, seeing the best versus the best. And both teams have really been putting on great performances. So I am excited to see which team will come out on top. But make sure you guys watch out uh, for the game and make sure you check out uh, the rest of the, the postseason. Now let's talk about the NBA. And let's just start with the Los Angeles Lakers as they become the front runners for this year's NBA championship with the addition of Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, and returning some old faces like Rondo and Dwight Howard, uh, they might have launched one of the, one of the league's supreme teams. Uh, the firepowers that the Lakers will have this year will be undeniable, uh, but the real measure will be how much can these older guys play. Um, Anthony Davis struggled last year to stay healthy, uh, and LeBron also had his stint of an injury. It will be up to how Coach Vogel will adjust his lineups week to week. Uh, now we have to clear point to who is going to be th the starters. Um, Westbrook will probably take the reins uh, at point guard, as LeBron will probably be more of an attack option. All I know is this team is going to be uh, a wrecking ball, and I can't wait to see um, tip-off versus uh the Golden State Warriors, who will also be looking to have a great season after, you know, their surprising loss to the Memphis Grizzlies in their in-game in um, playoff spot uh, was taken with uh, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and then the return of Klay Thompson closer to returning in March, I believe. Uh, this team will be going back to its winning trajectory um, and the big talk in the NBA right now is about Kyrie Irving uh, not wanting to take the vaccine because of a state mandate. Uh, this past week, the NBA has really put Kyrie under the microscope and the Nets, um, which came out and said they will not be playing Kyrie at any games. Um, and the Nets will face off against the defending champs, Milwaukee Bucks, next Tuesday as the NBA tips off. So I, I want to see what is going to unfold. Is Kyrie going to give in? I'm not too sure. He's going to be missing out on millions and millions of dollars. Without having that vaccine, he will not be able to participate in any uh, team uh, practices and will not even be able to, to attend uh, the team facility. So... Hopefully that might get squared away because I do want to see uh, the Brooklyn Nets versus the uh, Los Angeles Lakers in the 2021 
2022 NBA uh, championship. But I want to thank you guys for your time this week and every week. You guys have really shown me a lot of love. And I just want to just remind you guys to keep supporting your local uh, businesses, keep supporting your local podcasts, and keep supporting your local artists. I'm Alejandro Veda signing off episode 138.